0: Welcome to the special Oscar nominations 2024. Dude, my phone blew up this morning. Um, I'm in a group chat with my daughters, and I sent you a video. Did you get to watch that video? I sent a screenshot yes. recording of me going through the messages, and people were pissed.
1: Yeah. We have a hot one today, folks. Uh, before we get on it, though, yeah, yeah. let me... Um, I don't have anything special today. I'm I just do. using my, my regular lightsabers today, so let's just crack this open. This is the last night. Mom and Dad are in town yeah. visiting me.
0: Surprised so you get go. a few minutes to record.
1: Yeah, they they allowed me to have this little moment to speak. Uh, we're doing Outback later tonight.
0: Oh, nice! I
1: love that they get to go
0: out a couple times a year usually. To yeah, see you they guys. come out here tw- twice love a year. They come out. Yeah, love it, love it. So um, I was like, frantic, like talking to Jesse. I'm like, so. What's a Barbie drink? Because we're doing Oscars and we're definitely gonna talk about Barbie. Yes, so we are. She's like, well, sorry, that's the ice going in the glass. She goes, well, first of all, she she directed me to the White Claws because, well, yeah, most white girls like White Claws.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and Bar- so
0: that the original Barbie Barbie was a white girl. Um, yeah, that
1: was that is a total Barbie drink, a White Claw.
0: That's what I was going to do, but then I looked in the refrigerator and she's like, oh, I didn't like this kombucha. It's called uh, what is it? Uh, Synergy, pure love, blood orange, hibiscus, and rose. Nice. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, a nice. shot of vodka. That's a barbie drink. <laughs> yeah, it is. There you go. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing. If she didn't, now get that though. Mm. If she didn't like it, you think I'm gonna like it? <laughs> mm. <laughs> True. I mean, I like uh, I do like kombucha, but here goes the vodka. All right, so where do you want to start? I mean, well, obviously the big ones. But, so we uh, can
1: uh, let's let's talk first about. Um, by, by the way, I love today. I love today. Now, for those of you that don't know, the Academy Awards are uh, the nominations. Huh? What do you think? I had to I had to pause for that. <laughs> yeah, you are definitely like you should be on poolside in your bikini. <laughs> in in your two-piece we're getting
0: a picture picture of this
1: (laughs) yeah you definitely need to be on the on the poolside in your two-piece bikini right now trying to work on your tan that's exactly what that drink looks like so um one two three four five six seven eight nine ten so there was ten okay so for those of you again that don't know so the oscar nominations always come out on a tuesday in february or rather what is this january uh, late January, early February, I think is the latest I've seen it, and it um, so that gives the Academy a couple months to vote on these nominations, and they're always released. They're announced at five thirty in the morning, L.A.
0: time, which I always thought was crazy. Now, if you think, and that's like eight thirty. Yeah, that that way it makes the morning prime t- uh, morning shows. That's right. That's yeah. why they do it.
1: Sure, 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 sure. So the morning, so like E! Entertainment and all that shit, we'll have something to talk about. I always thought, now if you think it's crazy that they have them at 5.30 in the morning L.A. time in L.A., you would be even shocked. You probably wouldn't be shocked at this point. (laughs) What I've always wanted to do, if I ever was like, like, you know, had made a film and it was a possibility, I wanted to pull an all-night rager, with friends and be up drinking until 5:30 <laughs> in the morning. And then when we're all half in the bag or they're all probably passed out, except me, I'd be like, all right, guys, turn the TV on. Here it comes. Oh, and they're God. all, everybody's passed out. And I'm like, it's five 30. Let's get those nominations. Uh, oh, yeah. my God. Just to see that I didn't get nominated. And then I could just you know, turn the TV off and go to bed. <laughs> um, but so also we talked about this. I think we mentioned this on a previous podcast that after 2008, uh, the Academy changed the rules to where you no longer uh, have to have just five nominees for Best best Picture. They expanded it to up to ten. I mean, and and most of the time you'll get like eight or nine, but the last few years they've filled out the card. There's been a full ten, and I just looked, and again, there's a full boat of ten films this year as well. Um so let's start with the elephant in the room. <laughs> let's just a, <laughs> let's just address it and talk about it because we have to talk about it. We need to talk about it. Not we have to, we need to. Barbie. Now mm-hmm. Barbie I have not seen yet, but from what everyone I've talked to I've
0: seen it. It was a fantastic movie. It was a fantastic script. Now tell not, talk talk first talk about what it did get nominated for. Let tell okay, everybody that. So I've got I've
1: got best picture, right? Best supporting actor which my daughter's had a lot to say about that. Yeah, best supporting actor, uh, Ryan Gosling. Now, before we take on the head-on obvious misogynistic uh, discrediting (laughs) of the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences, um, you have to realize, too, before we get into it, the Academy loves Ryan Gosling. Let's just accept that right Everyone now. Everyone knows. Everyone who doesn't love Ryan Gosling. No, no, but I mean, not in a way like, uh, like, oh, Schwarzenegger movies always make money. Like they like him personally. He's a personable guy. Mm-hmm. He's uh, there's never, as far as I know, there's never been reports of him being difficult to work with. Everybody that works with him says he's a hell. Of, he's a nice guy. He's a hell of a guy. Um, he's got the face that sells tickets. <laughs> uh, he was perfect. <laughs> pick for ken let's right. and let's address that for a second everyone that's blasting him getting nominated it's it he was i don't know if i if you were to say they were gonna make a barbie movie who should be ken i would have said ryan gosling before you finished the sentence <laughs> right. so you know so talk about perfect casting um so but but aside from perfect casting he's got the face and everybody you know he's really great to work, work with um he he's a star right now you know hmm. so so it it makes sense that the Academy gave him a nomination, and I don't think anybody would be shitting on it if it didn't dump the two nominations it should have gotten. And we'll get to that in a second. Right. So Ryan Ryan Thank Gosling's you. Thank kind you. of I'm like I'm glad we're going there. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Ryan Gosling's getting kind of the shit end of the stick right now because the other two didn't get nominated, and because the other two didn't, he's sort of getting some maybe unnecessary backlash and criticism. Uh, when in reality, uh, you know if a film's going to get a bunch of nominations and Ryan Gosling happens to be in it guess what he's going to get one of them mm-hmm. right uh but anyway so i've got i've got um adapted screenplay now you would have heard outrage uh more outrage than you're already getting if they had kept greta gerwig out of the writing category that would have been right uh, a flat out we do not like you we don't want you here right that that's how I was so she was it. named on that she's nominated for best adapted Screenplay yes good yes and and Barbie was also nominated for production design, costume design sure it did did not get a cinematography nomination it did not get an editing nomination and these are important because uh, to be in serious contention for best Picture, you almost always have either an editing or a cinematography nomination and a lot of times whoever wins editing Oddly enough, wins Best Picture. Uh, it's just the way it always plays out. Barbie also got knocked out of uh, makeup and hairstyling, which, again, I haven't seen it. I've only seen trailers, but I'm surprised uh, that it would be left out Yeah, that of would have been a
0: natural nom—I mean, an obvious nomination to me. It's
1: it's it's a creative category. Well, I guess they're all creative categories. It's the Academy Awards. But, I mean, it's something, you know what I mean, like costumes and production design. Hair and makeup to me is on the same level as production design and, and, uh, and costumes, right? So if you're nominated in those other two and you get left out of makeup and, and hair, that, that seems odd to me. Um, of course, it didn't get anything. Well, I don't want to say, of course, I haven't seen it. But I wouldn't peg it as a film that would get a sound nomination or a visual effects nomination. Didn't get any of those. Uh, did not get original score. Uh, and obviously, the short films documentary is not, it's not eligible for. It did get nominated. And I'm so glad mom could tell you she was sitting at the kitchen table today and I'm going through the nominations and, and I saw it and I was like, yes, Barbie did snag a best original song nomination. Yeah, Billy Eilish's yeah, she... what was I made for? Yeah, that song um, was amazing. It's such a great. and and again, I didn't even know when I stumbled across that song that it had any connection to Barbie. I didn't know it was from the movie. No, yeah. I, I, I stumbled upon it. Um, I want to say uh, Billy performed it on Saturday Night Live. And that was the first I I I was like, wow, this is a really cool song. This is kind of deep, you Mm -hmm. know? And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, it's from Barbie, which makes it even grayer because if you read the lyrics, it's totally as if Barbie's singing the song, right? Like she's writing it from Barbie's point of view. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was so glad to see that that got nominated. And it did get obviously nominated for Best Picture. So for a film to get production design, costume design, uh I think those are the only two technical awards and then the and then the uh best song and then two fairly big ones best supporting actor and best picture most films that's a successful day at the office right right okay <laughs> but it has to be called out that the academy's disrespect to Greta Gerwig is just, I mean again and Margot Robbie as well but but when you uh, how can I say this? She not getting nominated in a category already filled with women, you know what I mean, is, is less disgraceful because she just got beat out by other women. Sure. But to leave Greta Gerwig
0: out of Best Director and fill it with a bunch of dudes. Dude, when I saw the movie, so it's put together so well. It's, it's directed very well. I mean, yeah. you don't get the you don't get what we got without her directing this movie. And yes. to I don't know. And, and it was I mean, the finances, the financials alone tell it kind of hit a chord. People liked it. I mean, I don't know. So, I mean,
1: where where I'm that's conflicted, the... where I'm conflicted is who is my favorite director of all time?
0: Um, Scorsese.
1: Yes. He got nominated.
0: Yes. <laughs> for killers
1: of the flower moon. <laughs> Very old white man. <laughs> so um, where I'm conflicted is I know that some of the criticism is going to be, how do you give Scorsese another nomination with his entire career body of work? He doesn't need another nomination just so that you can you know leave out Greta Gerwig. Um, I would like to think that he was getting in anyway mm. because Killers of the Flower Moon was one of the Oscar favorites this year. Um, and that maybe some of these other ones. Now, I have not seen The Zone of Interest. Jonathan Glazer is nominated for Best Director. I have not seen Poor Things, but the the trailer looks amazing. Mm-hmm. The trailer looks amazing for Poor Things. That is definitely on my list. Uh, I'm not even going to attempt this one. All right, fine, I'll attempt it. Yorgos Lanthimos. I might have nailed that. Uh, director for Poor Things got nominated. Of course, Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer. Let's not forget, folks, I've been talking about Oppenheimer since last summer. So I knew this film was going to get a bunch of nominations, and you knew Christopher Nolan was going to be included. Again, Killers of the Flower Moon, Scorsese, and then Anatomy of a Fall, which I have not seen, but I saw it has a shitload of nominations. Mm -hmm. So is this another film? You know, the Academy could have just been like, man, wait a minute. Is that another female? Maybe I was wrong. I said in a category filled with males. Justine Triette? Do we have a female Best Director nominee? Now we have to look this up. Because I had never, I hadn't seen the film, so I didn't know much about it. Anatomy of the Fall? All right, let's take a look. Not that it excuses it. (laughs) Not that – because, you know, we don't – what we don't want is the perception that, well, the female uh, was included, yeah. so we're okay, because we hit our quota of one female director in the bunch. Uh, we obviously don't want to say that. But I, I do want to correct myself if I was wrong when I said she got left out of a category filled with males. Yeah, so you were wrong. I was wrong. She is, is female. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, wow, she's younger than me. Born in 78. Just, yeah, Justine – is it Triette? Triette? Yet, so she directed this film called Anatomy of a Fall. Again, I've never, I haven't seen it. Um, I will see it. I, I always try to see all the films that are up for Best Picture, so I'm going to see all of these. Um, it, it's, I guess, it's it's good to know that the Academy is not just you know trying to do their old men run the world shit and women don't get to be nominated. Uh, so they did nominate a female in the directing category. That makes it even tougher now uh, because where do you put Greta? Right? Is Barbie How? better directed? And, and the maximum
0: is five, right?
1: Yes, for best director, maximum is five. If you look at that list, where do you put Greta? Because...
0: Well, I haven't seen all these movies, so I can't even True. say. Correct.
1: But... I can't really either um, because I haven't seen them all as well. Um, but just looking at the list, yeah. right, you know Oppenheimer is going to be nominated for director. Um, I, again, I haven't seen Zone of Interest. Or Poor Things, though, though,
0: like I said, Poor Things looks good. Um, So we're going to have to do a follow-up to the Oscars uh, after we've seen everything. But we just want to just talk about this. And here's the
1: funny thing. Here's the funny thing. I haven't even seen Barbie, and I'm on my soapbox fighting for Greta Gerwig right (laughs) now. Right. Because that's how much I love her. Like, her movies are awesome. I love her as a writer. I love her as a director.
0: Um,
1: Well, I I have
0: seen it, and I was shocked, so.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, so... I guess when we see these films, when I see poor thing, I already saw Oppenheimer, um, but when I see Zone of Interest and Anatomy of a Fall, uh, maybe I can better decide if Greta truly did get snubbed. I don't. Right now, it seems like the sentiment
0: is she got snubbed. The internet's blowing up. Everybody's blowing up. Well, it was America's biggest movie, so.
1: I mean, and that could be it. That's you know, you you know that's s- why people say, are
0: upset. So
1: how how can you have it? But then again, we're not the Grammys. People forget about this, right? I mean, Beyonce has got how many Grammys, right? Like, it's not, the Oscars are not a popularity contest. It's not oh, no. what made the most money. It isn't. I'm sorry to say, <laughs> it's not what made the most money. That's why you get movies like Coda that win Best Picture and Parasite. And people are like, I've never even heard of that film. You know why? Because the Oscars honor art. Yep. And they pick the best film of the year, whether it made $200 million or $2. They don't give a shit. It's what's the best film of the year. So, yeah, Barbie was the most popular film of the year, made a shitload of money. Um, I have, But, again, I haven't seen it yet. I'm sitting here arguing for Greta Gerwig just because I think she's awesome. Um, but it was, I got to say, it was the first thing I noticed. Before you even showed me your text yeah. you know, or your your message about the hate that's going on the Internet right now, <laughs> before I even saw any of that, I looked at the list and was like, where the fuck is where's Greta? Like that was the first thing I thought of. Where's Greta in their Best Director category? Right. And then, and then to see Margot got left off Best Actress. I mean, that that to me is almost worse, in a way. Well, no, I I, I realize I'm contradicting myself. I said it wasn't as bad because at least she's in a category filled with other women, right? Yeah, yeah. She wasn't she wasn't snubbed because she's a woman, right? Um. But <laughs> having said that, uh when you do talk about the most popular film of the year, you have the lead. What the fuck are you doing with your backgrounds? You guys can't see this because he's, he's we're on, I was trying we're to just, distract you the video, but he's like playing with these backgrounds. Like he's got like some, I don't know. What was that? South park or something? Like, I don't, I don't know, know what, what that he had.
0: Was. Oh my God. Anyway, I had the palm tree because I'm wearing Honolulu blue.
1: Oh, we'll get to the lines in a minute. Right now is Oscar time. Let's talk about the Oscars. Um, so when you see this list of best actresses, first of all, again, very few movies I of these I've seen. Um Emma Stone and Poor Things. I did see like I said, I saw the trailer. It looked kinda cool. Maestro is Bradley Cooper's big uh film and I love Carrie Mulligan. She you know who Carrie Mulligan is. What was my fa- one of my favorite shows that we did, right? Promising Young Woman, where we talked about Thelma and Louise and Promising Young Woman. Right, right, right. Yeah. Carrie Mulligan was the Best Actress nominee from Promising Young Woman. Oh, um, right, right. Okay. So I love her. I love her, too. Uh, but again, I got to see Anatomy of the Fall. I haven't seen all these films. I got to know, did Margot truly get snubbed? I yeah. don't know. Well, we got, I, we got
0: some homework to do. So. We got
1: a lot of homework to do before we truly say, because it, I yeah. will say, first gut reaction, it seems like snubs to me. Um, but when you look at this list and you say, well, shit, man, i got to see some of these films, we might be blown away. This might be five knockout performances. It could be.
0: It could be. So one of one of my kids said they hope Ryan Gosling gets up there and accepts it on the, like, Woman of the Year when it was uh, on the Parks and Rec. Yeah. Do you remember that? Wasn't it Pawnee Woman of the Year or something when Ron yeah. Swanson yeah. won the award? Yeah. <laughs> now,
1: so. let's move to that real quick. Let's go to Best Supporting Actor because uh, same collection of, of films here. Flower, Killers of the Flower Moon. De Niro is in his 80s. Another nomination. Mm-hmm. Oppenheimer. Robert Downey Jr. Now, that could be a popular pick, right? Which, by the way, if you haven't seen Oppenheimer, anyone that hasn't seen it yet, Robert Downey Jr. is amazing in this. He is really good. He is not uh, Iron Man Avengers guy, you know? Right. Excuse me. Um, Mark Ruffalo. Again, crowd favorite? Sterling K. Brown for American Fiction. I have not seen American Fiction yet either, but I can't I saw the wait trailer to see that. So I just I, just I want just to saw see the too. trailer
0: today and I shared it, it with people at work. It's hilarious. It looks
1: hilarious. It looks hilarious. So I gotta see that but, Drucker, And I love right?
0: Sterling K. Brown's a great actor. So he I've is. seen him in a he few was, different TV shows.
1: He did that miniseries, the OJ Simpson miniseries, right? Yeah, yeah, on, yeah. On FX or E or whatever. It was FX, I think. Yep. Um, where he played Darden, right? He played yeah. Darden yep. on, that, on that long miniseries. Yeah, he was fantastic in that. And then the, uh, to see Jeffrey Wright got included, of course, for Best Actor. I'm happy for him, too, man. I can't wait to see American fiction. There are so many movies I can't wait to see. And I usually, like, throughout the year, I'm always like, yeah, I got to see that. Yeah, I got to see that. Yeah, I got to see that. And then today comes. <laughs> I know. And now I'm like, I got a month and a half, and I got to see all of this shit. You know what I mean? So now so I really what do you do?
0: I, do you end up just buying them? Because sometimes um, well, you can't th- get, to, get them.
1: You know what the funny thing is? Back in the old days, I went to the movies. And when I was living in Chicago, which was- a, well, What do I always for- say?
0: Support your local cinema, and you don't? That's right. <laughs> no- okay. Number one, fuck off.
1: Number two, <laughs> nobody supports cinema more than I do. And number three, it's so easy now with streaming. Everything is right there. And um, I can knock can all of these out. You can pause it when you got
0: to go to the bathroom in Dude, a three-and-a-half-hour movie.
1: I could knock two of these out in a night with <laughs> streaming. You know what I mean? But, yeah, back in the day, when early days of L.A. and when I was living in Chicago, there would be theaters that played Oscar movies. Like, even if it wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, uh, let me just pick one of these uh, smaller films. Um, you know, I think The Holdovers is actually already on DVD, uh, Blu-ray. I saw it when I was at Target the other sure. day. And I remember thinking, "Oh, that's that Paul Giamatti movie. That looks pretty good." And now I see it got a shitload of nominations. So I should have bought the damn thing. He's
0: another guy, man. He I he's one of like of all-time favorite actors. He's he's up there. I like him. This
1: and this might be his year. This might be his year because if you look at that race, let's move to best actor for a moment. And you've got him in the holdovers. You got uh, Coleman Domingo and Rustin. Cillian Murphy was amazing in Oppenheimer. He might be the front runner right now, just today. Hmm. Um, Jeffrey Wright, American Fiction, happy for him and Bradley Cooper from Maestro. I've been hearing a lot of people say this is Bradley Cooper's year. I, uh, I, do, I don't know that.
0: Um, well, I, I sent you the trailer for Maestro and uh, I mean, just the clips that they put in the trailer, obviously they put the best in the trailer, yeah. but sure. he, he it looks like he's he's made done an amazing performance. So, but, yeah, I I said we should pair that one up with, like, Amadeus or something. <laughs> Ooh. Know, that'd be a good pairing. Did you
1: like my pairings that I sent you? You didn't like any? You didn't respond to any well, of my
0: pairings. you sent them
1: to me. If I was probably working or whatever. I sent you a bunch of possible pairings, and you responded with nothing. And I felt like the guy from the Tiger King. I called for help twice and not a fuck you, what do you need, or nothing. Anyway, all right, so... So look at, again, so the Best Actor race is packed. Um, No Leo. No Leo. And that's kind of big, you know, because uh, when we get into this, Margot was snubbed and Greta was snubbed. But then you see Justine gets nominated for Best Director. Leo is left out of Best Actor. You kinda of say to yourself, maybe it's not about snubbing. Maybe they really just went with the best. And Leo didn't make the cut this year. Maybe he his performance just wasn't the best. I can't say Greta truly got snubbed until I see the other films. Mm-hmm. Um my my belief is that she got snubbed. I think the Academy disrespects her because I think she's got four nominations now. Mm-hmm. She's got no Oscars. Like I it's I don't know, man. It's it's I think she's amazing, and she should definitely have a, a gold by now. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe she wins Best Adapted Screenplay, you know, because when pe- that's the other thing that happens. When people see this, mm-hmm. and now it's time to actually vote on it, you might get enough people in Hollywood going, this is bullshit. She should have been included. We are giving her Best Adapted Screenplay, you know, like it or not spike lee won best adapted screenplay finally got his oscar remember that a few years ago when he finally got his you know that the academy voters were like dude it's time it's time he's due yeah and spike lee's been around forever he's been nominated a bunch of times sure he's he could be polarizing with his opinions or politics but he's that was the uh, that was one of the best films of the year that year He was definitely deserving of, of best adapted screenplay maybe they give it to greta this year as sort of a you deserve this because we fucked you over by not giving you best director. Hmm. So I don't know. Maybe she does walk away with the gold. She's definitely deserving of it. She should definitely have an Oscar by now. Um, I don't know. I'm just scrolling through this list here. And it, and the good news is it doesn't look like I have a lot of work to do.
0: <laughs> it's, like, it's like most
1: of these nominations are spread out around five movies. Like if yeah. I just see like five movies, I'm going to have almost all of these categories uh, pretty much cleaned up. Um so, yeah, I got a lot of work to do before uh, the uh, end of March. Uh, I don't know which category you want to go to next. Let's go to the writing categories. I love when I ask you a question and then I answer it myself. Let's see here. <laughs> it makes it's my just, job easier. It's just me monopolizing the the, <laughs> the microphone here. Um, where is it? Okay, so uh, obviously I have a special place in my heart for the writing categories, right? Um, I'm always big on the, the screenplay awards. Um, so adapted screenplay, you got American Fiction, Barbie, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, Zone of Interest. Again, we see just a few of these films, and we'll have knocked out that entire category. Original screenplay, Anatomy of Fall, Holdovers, Maestro, uh, May December, Past Lives. Being that everybody I know is talking about both the holdovers and Maestro, maybe Bradley Cooper gets his Oscar in the writing category.
0: Mm. That is a possibility. Yeah, because and he did he write it. Yeah, he's the writer. He's yeah, one okay, of them because he directed it too, right? Yeah, I think he, he he's a
1: co-writer. I don't know, let's look it up. Co-writer. I know he directed it and obviously star. And again, I, I, I could tra-
0: see I could see them getting uh, makeup and hair too cuz did you see the the various versions of the Maestro? Yes. The younger version, the older version, yes. and it's all Bradley Cooper and they look freaking amazing.
1: So he wrote it with Josh Singer. Um uh, J- uh Josh Singer is uh some of his previous credits he was a oh my god he's got some really good ones aside from 22 episodes of the west wing he also has spotlight the post first man who is this I mean, this, this is Josh Singer the one who wrote uh, gotcha. maestro with with Bradley Cooper so Bradley Cooper is obviously a smart dude because he got this dude to write the screenplay with him. Now I don't know whose original story it was. It might have been Cooper's. He could have gone to him and said, "Look, I got this great idea uh, to do a biopic. Um, I need your help, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, nothing wrong with that. So, and <laughs> nothing wrong with that if you if you want to be the best, hire the best. So um, yeah. So man, that's that's. Bradley Cooper could get his. Uh, hang on a second. Let me go back again and see if Josh won for any of those films. I know he was up for Spotlight. He did. Won one Oscar. Let me guess. Spotlight. Uh, yep. So he won the Oscar. Rest gotcha. original screenplay for Spotlight. Um, well, God, what an amazing film. Now, that's the one that moms refuse to watch. Um, but I showed her a clip last night. I showed her Mark Ruffalo's Oscar clip. Yeah, you know from that movie. <laughs> it's time, Robbie. You know the the big, you know the 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 you know the kind of mo- the kind of scene where when the movie's going, you just see at the bottom like, it's flashing like Oscar clip, Oscar clip, Oscar <laughs> right. clip, You know. So I showed mom that last night, and she's like, maybe I will watch it. You know, <laughs> so, <laughs> who knows? But uh, so he won for that. So okay, so Josh Singer has an Oscar. Um, does that keep? that from winning that category i don't know or they say bradley cooper we loved you but we think somebody else like we they might say it's paul giamatti's turn for best actor right he's been he's been overlooked so many times it's time for paul giamatti to get his oscar so we're not going to give you best actor but maybe we'll give you best screenplay you know I, i know i'm contradicting myself a little bit when i say the oscars are not like the grammys they don't do popularity awards they give the best whoever the best performance is hang on my brother is going to pour straight vodka into this glass. This Barbie drink is pretty good. Sounds like that Gray Goose is pissing. That is a big
0: Sam's Club bottle of Gray Goose. We sell that at <laughs> CVS, by the way. Oh, really? The big yeah. one? Yeah, The big one.
1: So, um, I know, like I was I was saying, it's, it's not about popularity. It's whoever. It's who the best film is, who deserves it the most. But there is a level of politics. I'm not going to deny that. You know, Al Pacino wins best actor for Son of a Woman, not because he was the best performance of the year. It's because he got out of somehow, somehow on God's green earth, he got out of the decade of the 70s without a single fucking Oscar. That is atrocious. That
0: that doesn't make sense.
1: So that's that's why he wins for Son of a Woman. We see this shit all the time. Politics plays part, right? Denzel wins for Training Day. That's not his best performance. It's certainly not the best performance of the year. But he didn't get it for malcolm x and he didn't get it for the hurricane so you know what i mean so there are there are some politics at play here um so i gotta say if if they're gonna give bradley cooper an oscar this year it might be in the writing category they did the same thing with tarantino with pulp fiction they were like uh we don't uh, you're not best director best picture yet uh but we'll give you a screenplay yeah you know maybe i could see that happening could be one of those could be one of those uh but yeah thumbing through this list i still can't believe um you know you know there's going to be a counter argument there's always the first day right. of huge backlash and then in like a 4 days from now somebody's going to write an article saying folks barbie might not just have been that good and then everyone's going to go berserker right
0: <laughs> they're going to lose their minds
1: <laughs> but then you're going to get more people agreeing with that saying yeah let's call it what it is it's good but it's not up here with these movies you know so who knows i don't know you're gonna get a backlash. You're gonna get. Uh, you're gonna get backlash, and then the backlash for the backlash, right? And then, and then which
0: is gonna fuel every bit of media that it probably deserves. So. Which,
1: let's be honest, that's only good for the academy. It's only good for movies, right? Because right. now, now it's gonna force people to see the movie if they hadn't already, right? Maybe, and that's, and Maybe. that's. Good. I think
0: some people made up their mind that they didn't want to see Barbie because of something they heard on a Reddit thread or something. <laughs> I heard somebody call it a woke film. I don't even know if they know what that
1: means. I know. Um dumb. So the way people throw that word around now and it has no meaning to what they think it means.
0: Um, uh, we're probably going to cover Barbie, so I'll cover that when we do that one, that episode. Yeah, we are cause... definitely. Yes,
1: folks, folks, I I will tell you. Barbie is on our docket for 2024. We just don't know what yet to pair it with because it seems like an unbearable movie. We don't know. I
0: mean, we could do a special episode. We've done before, so...
1: We have done one before. Um, but, uh, so I sent my brother a couple of uh, combos, a couple of pairing possibilities. Oscar films paired with other Oscar films, and he responded with silence. <laughs> so... I'm going to ask you folks, why don't you send us an email or post on our page if you want to see any of these. By the way, I'm going to cancel the last one because the Iron Claw got zero nominations. Wow. I don't know if it didn't make, uh, if it wasn't eligible. Like, did it not make the criteria cut as far as when it was released? I don't know. Or it just got snubbed. It got completely snubbed. (laughs) I thought that um, the dude that played the Texas Tornado, Carrie Von Eric, the guy from... uh, uh shameless uh what's his name uh jeffrey jeffrey uh jeremy jeremy white jeremy allen white is that it did i screw that up i thought for sure people were talking about him getting nominated for best supporting actor for the iron claw uh because he was really good but uh it didn't happen so i don't know let me see i have to look it up because I, I don't want to be i don't want to screw this guy's name jeremy allen white didn't is not that what i said wasn't my final version I went through several versions, Jeremy, but I got you on the last one. <laughs> All right. So here were some uh, – I'll, I'll start with that last one since we're probably not going to do it now that Iron Claw didn't get nominated. I thought Iron Claw versus Raging Bull, right? Now, if the Iron Claw had gotten a bunch of nominations, that would be two films about, like, life inside and outside of the ring and how your profession affects your personal life
0: mm-hmm.
1: and how tragic both of those stories are. Now, the Raging Bull is more centered on one person, and, and uh, the Iron Claw was more based on a family of brothers. Um, but they really seemed to be paralleled to me, and I thought that would be a great matchup. But now the Iron Claw didn't get nominated. We can still do it, but you know, for Oscar time, we like to do Oscar movies. Then I thought Killers of the Flower Moon versus Dances with Wolves. What do you think about that? This is about like the white man forcing the natives
0: right off their land. Yeah, that would be a good pairing parallel so i haven't but seen that, dances with wolves th- that's like
1: 24 hours of movie watching know, right there man. though like-
0: <laughs> no doubt
1: yeah because dances two- with
0: wolves three hours that's wasn't
1: like, it? like yeah three plus oh so god. it's like man if you get especially if you get the director's gut oh
0: my so, god
1: so uh yeah we i mean that would be a long that's a full beat shift beat. of work that would be a beat <laughs> sheet from hell dude that would be blake snyder would be rolling over in his grave uh rest in peace god love you um, he'd be like, dude, the beat sheet for those two movies must be amazing.
0: Honestly, maybe some of these... I mean, that's a really long movie. Maybe we give that its own episode. I don't movies,
1: know. Movies, plur- uh, both of them. Oh, you well, mean if we if did we just we did, did a another yeah. special
0: op- Oscar episode.
1: Um, and then Oppenheimer versus The Social Network, which I thought was another really good pairing. Social Network was an Oscar, darling. And it's two films about real people who changed the world with a polarizing invention. I think we could argue that the atomic bomb and Facebook – Facebook and the atomic bomb are two polarizing inventions, right, Um, that have changed the world. They both have changed the world. You can't argue that. That's true. And and they're not biopics where we hear about their upbringing and how they died. It's just about their invention, right? Right, right. It's it's important to note these are not biographies. Oppenheimer and Social Network are films about their invention and their invention only. So um so I thought that was a really good pairing. So you know anyone that's listening write us let us know also what you think a good pairing for Barbie would be. I now again I hadn't seen it but just knowing that it's sort of a satire and it seems to be not really for kids it seems to actually have adult humor involved and it has deep meaning this is all I'm getting from the trailer by the mm-hmm. way from what people mm-hmm. have said. I thought Josie and the Pussycats because that was a fun movie from I want to say the late 90s early 2000s.
0: I have no idea what you're talking about
1: So it was <laughs> I, I want to say it was either a cartoon or a comic strip that they adapted into a movie and people thought the same thing that they do about Barbie oh this is gonna be for kids but it wasn't it was mm. like it was totally about uh, the media and how the media manipulates people and it was a satire yeah yeah uh, which was filled with a lot of adult themes which was, I never would have saw it in a million years, but the girl I was dating at the time loved it and made me watch it. And I actually enjoyed it. I was like, this is actually kind of funny. This is like ripping on uh, pop culture of our time, how we treat celebrities and superstars. Right. And it kind of was, again, a satire on on uh, uh, popular, you know, uh, just the, the generation that we live in today's youth yeah, and how never, easily manipulated people can be. I've
0: never seen that movie. Um,
1: What's it called so, again? I'm going to uh, look it up. Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> There's probably people listening to go, what the fuck? He's gone off the deep end on this one. Uh, yeah, there it is. 2001. Okay, so 2001, and it's starring Rachel Lee Cook, Tara Reed, Rosario Dawson, a um, couple other people of the time, Alan Cumming. When I say of the time, they were huge at that time. Uh, Parker Posey, Carson Daly's in it playing him. He has a satire where he makes fun of himself on his own show. So like all this kind of stuff.
0: I totally missed. This was off of my radar for sure. Yeah. It's,
1: uh, yeah it's about a girl group. It's about a girl group. But again, I don't know what it was originally based off. If it was a comic strip or a cartoon. Let me go to the writing categories and see. There's five writers. Okay, oh my gosh. But 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 they could have been yeah. Okay. So it says characters. So three of them were characters. Only two people wrote the screenplay, but so these characters, I don't know. I guess we'd have to Google it. <laughs> what was Josie and the Pussycats originally? Uh oh! It looks like a an animated TV show. It was an animated TV show.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, from you,
1: 1970.
0: Yeah, on IMDb. I just it's right there under the movie. Oh, is it? Yeah, on IMDb. Oh, okay. It, under more like this.
1: So it was a TV series from the 70s. Wow. (laughs) So that's what it originally was. Okay. So when I, you know, again, when I was asked to see – it from the girl i was dating at the time. I remember thinking, this why would i want to? this looks like a movie for little girls. This is like a movie for like 10 year old. Not that i was dating a little girl. Let's let's clarify that. <laughs> right, clarify clarify that. I was dating a, an adult woman, but it didn't look like a movie for me. But then when i watched it i was blown away. I was like, this is actually kind of funny. This is a satire. This right. makes fun of today's youth, right? Okay. And how easily manipulated people are. So when i heard that Barbie was kind of a satire of you know, our culture, I immediately thought that would be a good pairing. So I don't know. Watch the trailer on YouTube and tell me what you think.
0: Yeah. Um, well, and you but, watch Barbie.
1: <laughs> yes. And you guys and you guys, anyone that's listening, if you think there's a better film that would be a good pairing for Barbie, Yeah, let, let us, us know. Play. Cause we definitely are doing Barbie. I don't care. We're gonna do Barbie. We're gonna do a show yeah. on Barbie. And I, I would like to pair it with something, but if we have to do a solo show, we'll do a solo show. The only other thing I can say is that um, we did fill out the full boat. Again, a full 10 for Best Picture, which means there's some work to do for me. But oddly enough, it's all the films we talked about that are got these. now. Zone of Interest, Poor Things, Oppenheimer, Maestro, Killers of the Flower Moon, The Holdovers, Barbie, Anatomy of a Fall, yeah. Amer- American Fiction. The only other one that's in there that doesn't seem to be nominated for hardly anything else is this Past Lives, which I don't know what that is either. But it doesn't seem to have that I can see any other nominations. Hmm. So I don't even know what it's about. It's another one I haven't seen, but it, it got the 10th spot. Yeah. Um, uh, just looking it up real quick. Past lives. Uh, so what is this? This looks like... Um, is this a foreign film? No. Nora and Haesung, uh, two deeply connected childhood friends, are r- r- rested apart? Rested apart after Nora's family immigrates from South Korea. Uh, 20, 20 years later, they are reunited for one fateful week as they confront notions of love and destiny. Interesting. I might check this out. Hour and 45 minutes, PG-13, 2023. Looks like a quick view. Um, It was nominated for two Oscars. Hmm. So aside from Best Picture, the only other nomina- nomination it got is Best Original Screenplay. So Celine Song uh, wrote the film, and she also directed it. She is not one of the producers, so she didn't get a producing nomination. But it, those are the only two Oscars it got. So, again, let me preface this by saying this is by no means an insult to past lives. But did you have to fill out the full ten? Like, couldn't you have—the other nine I mentioned mm-hmm. are loaded in the other categories. Yeah. Right? All of them loaded. Past Lives gets two nominations. One of them is for screenplay. One of them is best picture. I don't know. I, again, I'm I just prefaces, but I'm not trying to be insulting. But if you were going to leave a film out, uh, like did they just do ten because they felt well we could do up to ten? Let's just do ten. Right. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Maybe I'm being a dick, but if that was <laughs> me, if that was me, I, I guess on one hand I'd be happy I got nominated, but the other hand I'd be like I'm gonna sit home and watch this from my couch. I, I got no shot. I got no shot to win Best Picture here. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? There's, there's literally I have no path to glory on this. I'm gonna sit home, watch it on my couch, and get drunk.
0: Bullshit! You would be there 100%. (laughs) I know I'm a fucking liar. I would be so.
1: I would be dressed up. I, I would, I would be dressed up in one of the tuxes that the guys wear in Dumb and Dumber. That uh, Jim Carrey. Except you would have Jim a Honolulu
0: Carrey, Blue Lions tie. Yeah,
1: Well, mine would be Jim Carrey's blue uh, tuxedo, but it would be Honolulu Blue for the Lions. So before we close out, we are going uh, to uh, transition real quick off of past lives. No offense, past lives. I'm just saying two nominations. I don't know. Um, but anyway, um, the Lions. Yeah. We have to talk about the Detroit Lions real quick. At the time, uh, my brother's going to put this up hopefully before Sunday, right? This is going up like today or tomorrow.
0: Yeah, it should go up pretty quick. I'm going to do very little editing.
1: So as we speak right now, the Detroit Lions have done something they have not done since 1991, and that was win a playoff game, and now they're going to the NFC title game. Yes. Um, (laughs) Where we are going to face the number one seed, San Francisco 49ers. We are not favored at all. No. The Niners are favored by seven.
0: Not favored at all.
1: Which is a, that's a touchdown. That's a lot of points in the NFC title game. I will say,
0: I I will say we have a much better team than the last time we met them.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. But
0: then, but then
1: again, so do they. (laughs) (laughs) So do they. They are uh, 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 picked (laughs) by many to win the whole thing. Um, But, so, okay, so what? Green Bay almost knocked them off last week. So maybe they're a little shaky.
0: And um, I got to tell you man this this coach he's inspired a whole city a whole region I mean every Lions fan everywhere loves this guy
1: Absolutely um, he's jokes. and
0: most importantly he's inspired the players they trust him That's they, that's they're the most important thing. 100% bought into his plan and it's, it's palpable. It's like yeah. watching watching them feed off each other. It's amazing. Absolutely. These so. guys
1: these guys would run through a brick wall for this coach if yeah. you asked him to. When I hear him talk, I told my buddy Mark Hughes this. I said, when this guy talks in the post-game locker room,
0: I want to go out and fight a tree. Like, i just like. All right.
1: Just, like, he just gets you fired up, man. You know what he I just... did?
0: So today I've been trying to, you know. You know, I've been trying to work out and stuff and I go on and off at the treadmill and you know, it's typical. But uh when I get in a groove, I usually find something to help me along, you know. Today I found my new thing. So my new thing is to watch the recap of last Sunday's game. It's the recap video where it's like right. 20 minutes long. Yeah, it skips it shows, out all the commercials. All, and shit. Oh my god. So <laughs> on the treadmill just freaking Dude. killing
1: it like yeah. <laughs> you look down and this whole time you've been jogging at 8.0
0: no. instead
1: of your regular 4. No, it's great yeah.
0: man' it's, it's just a lot of fun so
1: yeah um yeah so uh, I know we're mixing movies with sports here <laughs> but we are from Detroit we're, we're alienating Detroit a lot
0: of our audience that you know uh, if well if, at this point you got to be from San Francisco to not to be rooting for the lions right maybe Green Bay but. well no 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 I saw I was just gonna tell you um I saw this map. This
1: voting yeah. map, not really a voting map, a cheering, popular cheering map yeah, yeah. on the Internet. And it had uh, the state of California was in red. Yeah. yeah. And the entire rest of the country <laughs> was in blue. And they're like, this is everybody. If you live in California, particularly San Francisco area, you're rooting for the Niners. Literally every other state is rooting for the Lions. So <laughs> right. uh, it's great that we finally have a fan base. We finally have. Well, we have always had a fan base. We've always had a great fan base. But those were diehard fans like us, right? We finally have people from, like, Utah. They're like, yeah, go Lions, you know what I mean? Like,
0: people that never (laughs)
1: gave a shit before. I told this to Dad. Uh, I ran in to get beer at the Save Mart, Yeah. and I was wearing my Lions hat. And uh, because I work in the store close to that store, I know all the cashiers. So I get in there, and I start talking to the cashier, and I'm like, hey. I was like, hey, did you watch the game yesterday? The Lions won. We're going to the NFC title game. Four people in line complete strangers we're all i'm so happy for you guys i watched that game go lions i hope they win the whole thing and i'm like i don't even fucking know these people and that's great so we're finally uh we're finally getting some recognition it's nice to see it's a a really good feeling and i hope we just don't we're just i know the players aren't but i don't want to just be happy with where we got like i i think that we can win this week it's difficult we would need a lot of breaks to go our way, and we have to play practically flawless football.
0: Dude, if we can win this week, we can win in Vegas.
1: See, normally, <laughs> I would agree with you, because a lot of times it's the game before the game that's the bigger battle, right? Like like Michigan, uh, for those of you who don't know. We just said we're from Michigan. Michigan won the national title this year in college football. And the game before the game was the more important one, beating Alabama in overtime. To get to the championship game was far more important. We, I mean we, well, it was kind we of like the it.
0: Red Wings back in the day when it was playing the Colorado Avalanche Colorado. to go Absolutely. to the Stanley Cup.
1: Absolutely. Whoever, beat, whoever won that was going to win the whole thing. So it yep. was like our toughest battle was always the avalanche in the conference finals. We saw it with Miracle on Ice back in 1980. The Team USA had to get by the Russians. That was the semifinal game. Yeah. That wasn't even the finals. Nobody talks about the finals. Nobody gives a shit about... I don't even know who we beat. Was it Finland or something? Like nobody even knows. Like Nobody cares. The fact that we beat the Russians in the semifinal. So Normally, I would agree with you. Yes, we get by San Fran. We could win the whole thing. But the two teams waiting for us on the other side are also pretty big badasses. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, we are we are seriously the fourth ranked out of the four yeah, left.
0: One hundred percent. So it's I an know.
1: uphill battle no matter what. But uh, hey, but I, wanna, I tell I you, think...
0: every game it seems like Campbell has had him more and more dialed in. It's been it, this is the perfect time of the season to turn it on, and we would have been going into this we probably fourteen, right? Fourteen wins. We went in. Would we go in thirteen? um the record we were
1: we were 12 and 5 was the our regular season record
0: oh i'm thinking oh i'm talking i'm adding the other wins from the playoffs now for the oh, season oh yes
1: yeah so now it's, tw- it's 14 now 14 yeah
0: so we would we would have 15 if it wasn't for that uh missed call uh, we're not going to talk about the Dallas game let's
1: not talk about the Dallas game i
0: know we beat them um, we beat them and we beat them we know it they know it they know it um and but, then they lost they lost so yeah
1: but, but yeah so i mean i, I don't know uh, I heard somebody on the radio today say, "You only have to win by one." Why are you we? To win.
0: We totally turned this into a sports podcast. <laughs> we did. We did. This. We should. We, we should. We
1: should title this Oscar nominations football recap. <laughs> so. <laughs> But seriously, you only have to wait what did the guy say the right radio? He said you just have to have one more point than your opponent. That's and You know what?
0: It. I'm gonna leave all this in because you know what? If you love our show, you're gonna love us. We love the Lions. The Lions deserve it's part it. The, the Lions
1: the Lions deserve it. They deserve <laughs> us talking about them. They deserve us talking about them on an Oscar nomination show. <laughs> right. So all right, I hope we get. To,
0: I get I hope we get to look back and uh, and and say, Oh man, I can't believe they won it all and here we yep. were. We had no idea. Exactly. So, all right let's land the plane well it's five o'clock somewhere no it's not it's a different ending. oh it's happy it's happy hour somewhere no uh, keep watching and keep drinking keep watching keep drinking go support your local cinemas